This week, Mark and I had a really in-depth conversation about the opioid epidemic and honestly, a lot of really cool conversation about what surrounds it, how we need to do things a little bit differently. So make sure you check it out. Also, we want to thank Been There, Dump That for sponsoring this episode, and uh, we'll see you soon. So what are we talking about, Mark, in this, with our latest planning I feel planning like whenever session? we have a crazy idea, you allude to the audience that it was my crazy idea. Well, I don't want to look. And, <laughs> but then it, it was. It actually, it was. Well, it was, And yeah. most often, they were. You but, know, yeah. I'll admit to it. But, but I mean, this is, a, this is a topic that, you know, you can start with. So we're talking about drugs and overdoses, yeah. right? And I think it's a good topic because for the same reason that we started talking about it. By the way, my crazy idea came from the fact that I watched Painkiller on Netflix. Right. I'm not done with it yet. I'm almost done. And today I actually Googled, so I already know what's going to happen at uh, the end well, of it. I hate that. I, I, I should, like, I don't well, think. I just I was curious as to like what was the validity of the story. And you know, it talks about Purdue Pharma, and I wasn't well read on this before, right? So I'm like, is Purdue a fake name or is that a real name? So I just Googled like. Uh, I think I Googled, like, who invented OxyContin. Ah. And it was just to see, like, was it Purdue Pharma? And it was, right. and right there in the headline was the actual settlement that they paid, oh. which I'll get to okay. when we get to the end of this. But um, so where do you want to start? With well, this? no, I mean, like, well, let's, let's talk about the whole concept, first of all. Like, we're big pharma and the and – the, and well, I I think before we go there, okay, we should start with what uh, our people behind the cameras told us about an article that right. we we posted recently. So there, there's yes. an article on the Baynet just just came out um, recently. Um, Southern Maryland overdose statistics for 2023, and it says fentanyl, fentanyl is our latest battle, and they have a graphic which maybe you guys can share it. Maybe post it up there for a second. Um, and the and the the chart is it takes you off. See that bad boy? Holy cow! Right, that's a number of deaths Wait. on this side of the chart. Too. So heroin, uh, kind of flattened out. What's the blue line? The blue. Oh, that is heroin. Heroin is has the blue declined. Line. Yeah, the heroin de- deaths have gone down. Not the and then cocaine flattened out. Yes. Um, and then fentanyl has just gone through the charge as heroin went down. Now that makes sense because the fentanyl is the heroin now, right? Like that's what everybody's. Yeah, I saw. I mean, I saw it it's, going it, towards. It, first of all, I know very little or nothing about it. So, but I do know that I what know I've read or heard is it's pretty it's dangerous, messed up, shit. right? Like really messed up. So, um, since you whipped out that graph. Yes. Let's switch back to the painkiller. Okay, thing, let's right? do it. So one of the most interesting—I don't want to—I don't want to ruin this for everybody. I, I'll try not. Why to- not? You just like to ruin it for yourself, but right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try not to ruin it too much. But like in the painkiller series, one of the biggest breakthroughs is the person who's investigating realizes that the all of the circumstances in the country at the time, from a graph standpoint, right, aligned with the the graphs and circumstances from when crack hit in the 80s 
Oh. So she started putting these graphs. So there was, was like, like a, a crime pattern, rate, break-ins, overdoses, you know, all this, all these statistics. And when she stacked them on top of each other, she's like, holy shit, we're, right. we're in an epidemic. Right. And it was like the first time that they realized that we were in an epidemic. And um, so watch the rest of the show so you can see how she got to that. Um, I'm not endorsing Netflix or no, Painkiller. No, no, it's, okay. it's just really it's okay. cool. It's a cool show, right? And you're liking it. it. And yeah. And it spawned this conversation for us to. So what's interesting is the graph that you just showed me looks very similar. Oh, really? That J-curve looks very similar to what the, the realization that she has. So now, granted, it's basically, in my opinion, what we've evolved into. So OxyContin started this this epidemic. Okay. This uh, one. Mm-hmm. Right. And and then and then it kind of rolled from oxycotton into heroin. And now it's rolling from heroin to fentanyl. Now, I think that that's because if you watch the oxycotton documentary, yeah, it shows how people build up a tolerance maybe over time and they're always chasing the next strongest thing um, until it either they keep going or it kills them, right? Well, you know, I mean, this fentanyl thing, I'm, I'm looking, digging deeper in the graph, but, like, this is in 20, from 2020, 2011 to 2020. But I guess the in 2020, there were 2,342 deaths by fentanyl. Where is this? I, this is on that article. So um, well, like in, I'm trying to see where it is. I think it's nas- nationwide, right? Like, am I wrong? No, I can't. It's definitely no, it's more than that, that nationwide. Yeah. So I don't know where this graph is coming from. So we'll you know look at it. Maryland. State of Maryland found State it. State of Maryland. Yep. Okay. So, so what's interesting about that is the next nearest drug by deaths, not that I want to create a barometer of this, was, was heroin. And that was... No, I'm sorry, cocaine, 921 deaths, wow. more than so twice. So heroin is less than cocaine. That's correct. Wow. Yeah, 921 deaths um, in um, from cocaine. Right. But 2,342 from fentanyl. That's that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. And that's, that's a, just that's in a, one that's a, year. That's a small town. You know, so so going back to how that happens is that if when you watch that documentary, you see that, you know, people start on like a 20 million milligram yeah. oxy and then they work their way up as they build a tolerance. But some people might just try uh, 80 milligram oxy, for example, and if they don't have the tolerance, it's right. It may kill them. That's exactly instantly. right. I get it. I get it. So I think it's the same thing with the heroin fentanyl stuff, right? Yeah. Is that Let's say that somebody decides to shift gears and move from pills, because that's usually where it starts, into heroin. Well, if they get heroin that's laced with fentanyl and it was their first time going that route, they're likely to die. Wow. Because they don't have that tolerance built up yet. You get what I'm saying? I totally do. And meanwhile, fentanyl has a place in the world because everybody, all the other users are always trying to find the next best thing that will give them that feeling again, I suppose. Um, you know, it, it's interesting when you said something about them, like stacking the data and seeing what it looked like. Um, you know, I, I wonder if, you know, you watch the news and you start seeing all the crime data and all that stuff. 
there's if definitely it follows. There, it's got to follow it. And what one day we're going to have the sheriff on here. We this will be a, definitely a conversation a to have with him. For, yeah. With him, but um, we've talked about it. I mean, it, this is you know this is an epidemic. I think it's it's there, right? I mean, we're is that what they're? I mean, because that's a lot of people, man. I think what the real eye opener of the documentary, yeah, is that this was done to people. It was done to people in the name of profit. Yeah. And it ruined lives. It took lives. And it's still affecting the lives of people today and will for a really, really long time. And um, my question was like, what else? Yeah. That's not the only thing. No, 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 no. That we're being sold. Well, right? right. What else is there? What what is the next thing that I need to protect my family from? Right. That I need to protect my kids from. I just don't know, you know? that you. I don't know that you're going to know. I think it's going to be a um, a hidden agenda, right? Like if there ever was yeah. one. Very but, much like I. Think, but I think it's a matter of don't get sold some shit. You know, do your research yeah. because like when you watch the the documentary, like people were sold on the fact that they were taking something for their pain that was safe. Right. Right. And they believe that. Right. And in a lot of cases, it they didn't find out until it was too late. Too late. Mm-hmm. That that was not the case. Yeah, you so, know, I, I don't, I know. I mean, I just think that this big pharma conversation is like, our, you know, I mean, there's so many conspiracies out there. And you look at like, look at the COVID conversation, right? Like the yeah. big pharma conspiracies with COVID, right? And, yeah. And and we have to, we have to think well, about those things a lot. Here's you know? a prime example where... It was true. Yeah, no, I get it. It was I get totally. It. It was, I, I wouldn't call it a conspiracy. Well, it wasn't conspiracy. They conspired to do what true. they did, and they they and knew they, exactly what they were doing when they did it. it. It's funny because, like, honestly, if you look back, and even their even their penalty, I read that too. The the thing, you know, at the end, and it tells you what it. Yeah. That it, they got off scot free. That was a slap on the hand. They got a, yeah, I mean, big financial penalty. Right. Right, but the world will never be the same because of that, right? Right. Or and our world. And they're probably we'll say, still you know, chilling because, on a beach somewhere. Right. Which, meanwhile, they were a street drug dealer, they'd be in, in jail for 20, for, 30 years. Or, right, or, or life. Or if they were right. a kingpin right. of that size, I mean, they'd I mean, be they put to I mean, they essentially murdered people. Yeah. Let's be real. Thousands and thousands. Yeah. And still, technically, yeah. are murdering people today. Yeah. That's the crazy That's part. sad. <laughs> it's incredibly sad. But like I said... You know, I think that we as a population of people, we've got to be a little more skeptical of what we're being fed or what we're being told. It's just like what we talked about recently about the cancer stuff and, right. and we talked about chemo and stuff right, like right, that. Right. I mean, I wonder if when we go, when we dial things back and we start to look at that situation, was is there abuse there? Is there, there? more? Right, right. Where is, is there more to that story? Right. Where are the dollars there? You know, am I getting paid more by prescribing you X versus pre- prescribing you X? You know, but you just said something earlier. Like, I'm, and I keep going, I keep going back to that the COVID conversation a little bit because, like, you can you can object only so much without uh, with with people not thinking there's. That you're you're an outlier, or you're you know what I mean? That you're crazy, right? (laughs) That you're just paranoid about everything, right? You understand what I mean? Like because there's that there's a fine line because when you start tooting that horn, I think you just got to do your research. 
Well, yeah, but the problem is research is, is also you, flawed, but you will also see in that documentary. Right. You will see in that documentary. Yeah. Like, backed by research wasn't really research. And that's the thing that scares me the most is, you know, the what lines are we being fed from that? You know, the data is. I think you got to do your, but here's the thing. You got to do your own independent research because even at the time, there was other research that stated so otherwise. That, that's the you problem know? with this. See, that's the total big problem with this. The average person isn't going to do that. We'll never do that. Right. And that's what they know that. They count on that. Yeah. Right? They count they on that. They count them. on the ignorance. That's right. And and that's the problem. And if you're listening I, to our podcast today, don't be less ignorant. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. Do more research. I mean, I always try to like understand better yeah. things like that. You know what I mean? Because, you know, it's a quest for more knowledge and understanding things. So but. so let me ask you this. Is the fix people being less trusting and doing more research of their own to make decisions or is the fix having leadership that that does what they're supposed to do i think the problem they're both as you said both flawed because you're not going to get a hundred percent from a buy-in of leadership right there's always going to be the ones you know the bad apples and then you're not going to get 100% of the people to make the research. So there's, there's, it's inevitable that it's going to be flawed for a long time. Uh, people are Pretty just depressing, always going actually. to be able to be taken advantage of. Yeah, it is de- depressing. <laughs> it's depressing. But you know, it's funny. It's like, but the key is educating yourself, reading, reading up on it, maybe reading probably better than, you know. But yeah. even the data, though, is so skewed. You just don't know what you're getting, you know. Yeah. I um, think you got to do a lot. To get a, a full, and then, but, but at the same time, you can find whatever you want to hear. That's the, well, that's, that's what I'm saying, what really right? You know, I, you're, you you got that right. Uh, if you prove a point to me, I on anything, I guarantee you, I can find data to con- contradict that. We just need to ask Chat.GPT <laughs> yeah. how to how, solve the problem, how, how to solve the world's problems, yeah. which is where we're headed. By well, me. eventually it will do it for us because it's going to say you, with, with, uh, the AI stuff. We're sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sick Except of you humans. You, you, you just got to worry that, <laughs> that with, when it realizes that we're the problem. We're the problem. We're the then, flawed then ones. They're going to take us out. Yes. <laughs> Everyone like, drink this I water. I know exactly <laughs> how to fix the problem. You are the problem. And yeah. then the world will be run by ChatGPT. Yeah. Just be bots talking to bots bots and bots and bots and bots but so look i don't even know why i, I think this is an interesting topic i do too that's why we we touched on it today i think that it would be wise for a lot of people to watch that that uh, documentary yeah. that i'm talking about because i think it puts a lot of for me at least it puts a lot of things in perspective you know, and, I, and as ahead. a community of of people whether it be southern maryland whether it be uh, just just as as a country like we have to work together on this stuff and, and we have to communicate. And when we see something that doesn't look right, you know, we need to make sure that somebody speaks out and yeah, says somebody that it says doesn't something look about right. It, yeah. You know, don't don't just let people, you know, head down a bad path, I guess. We'd be remiss if we didn't say, you know, if there's you know, if you if you're struggling with something like this or you think or someone you know is there is 100% opportunities there's in play. There's there. help out there for sure. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I've met some of the people that work in those fields, and they are passionate about helping people. Oh, it's not 100%. about and, – and you can get confidential support. I mean, yeah. like, so, you know, truly, if you need help, you can get it. So, you know. I think – well, you just opened up a whole new can of worms, <laughs> but there's always hope, right? Well, yeah, we've had people, that conversation before, right? Some people that are in that rock bottom scenario, they just feel like there's no hope, there's no right. way out. And there is a way out. It's just really painful. You know? Right. 
I experienced this recently because I, I got to see a, a family member of mine who I haven't seen in a long time that uh, isn't doing so well. Mm-hmm. Been living on the streets for mm-hmm. a long time. And, you know, he's a little younger than me. Mm-hmm. And just uh, pretty sad to see. Yeah. You know, and, and in his case, like, there's still hope. Yeah. You know, there, there's still hope. Yeah. There, there's still a way out. There's still the ability to get better, lead a better lifestyle. And you know that because there are people that have done that. There are right. people that have done that, that have proven. Well, no, I mean, honestly, you know, that, that, that's a really good point because inevitably all the successful people that I've read any book about or in, any, any story about had, some sort, had of some sort of struggle, whether whatever it is, and they came out of it and they, and they determined in it. And so um, those things sometimes make you, they do make you stronger sometimes, you know, I think. And it's, it's important for people to understand that. And sometimes it's hard to see. Most of the time it's hard to see, right? But knowing that there's something better at the other end is good. I just wish we could use history to actually see Actually use history, right, right. I mean, we know history repeats itself. Right. But it's like, why? (laughs) Well, you know, it doesn't have to. We already know where we're headed. We already know what's going to happen. Why do humans make the same mistakes over and over? Well, you know, I I think I know. It's funny. I was talking to someone about this just yesterday, and I think, and this is kind of maybe another side topic. I think it's overcompensation. We recognize there was a problem. We try to fix it, and, and then, then we try we break to, it, and then we break it again and, and in the other direction, and, and the pendulum it. swings the other way, and we break it again. So that's why history repeats oh, it's just itself. Just like our flawed two-party system. Well, <laughs> yeah, this party we whoo, bring it all the way over here. We bring that's it the right. next one. We Let's pull bring it, it all, all the way, way back. back. Yep. So our whole world is just and I, I, going back and forth. It is a thing, and then you know you start. And that's what causes. What's that's why extremism in any in 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 medicine or in in yeah. whatever it is creates you know problems. What I think I think the world would be a better place if people would just argue more. I think there's plenty of arguing out there, Mark. You ever, you ever, <laughs> yeah, but arguing until you you leave you both leave the room with some sort of solution. You know, have you like read bruises it? on your eyes and. <laughs> that, you know, I mean, I understand what you're saying. Like, uh, what it, there was there was a oh man, good was, to great. Yeah, it was that. Yeah, that's what was good to great. Yep. Good to great talked mm-hmm. about the greatest companies in the world uh, at the time that the book was written, at least over a twenty-year span. The one, well, one of the things that made them great and sustainably great is that they had more arguments in the boardroom. Yeah, that there were enough passionate people that had different opinions that they would go in and they would lay their opinions on the table and they would hatch it out. Yeah, I love that. Until they all came to an agreement and said, "This is where we're going." You know, it's funny you say that because I, I do. One of the things I pride myself on is when I go into a meeting, like some uh, eliminating preconceived notions when I go into that meeting, right? Yeah. Because my brain says. There's no way I'm going to support this initiative, right? Yeah. And I get in the room and I start hearing somebody else telling their side of the uh, why you should, and you hear somebody else say it, you and you're mean like, "You have an open mind." I guess that's what it is. It's an open mind, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, so, or as as we've been called before, no mind at all. Right. But uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, it. Um, I I think that's a that's a good trait for us to like. I, I think it was a so movie I saw. We where, need our politicians to argue more. You know. Right. Argue more until you come to a solution, so, right? Well, maybe we, you do like a boxing match, like uh, Elon and Zuckerberg. Like we could have this yeah, the, the, the right. fighting matches to solve your problems. But you know, and I think that we need to, as people, 
be a little more conscious as to what's going on around us. That's true. Um, I think that's a no-brainer. And we need to try to use history to look around the corner to say, what is the next thing? Yeah. Because the fact that I have my oldest child is seven. Right. And just knowing that there are drugs on the street that literally all it takes one time. Yeah. And and you just did the touch. Touch. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is touch Touch it, it. and it could literally kill you, right? Right. Like fentanyl, somebody has it. Maybe, you know, this is some new friend that you got, some new friend of a friend. You need to – And your friend's in the the dope world, and his friend is pretty bad off in the stuff, and his friend's able to do this stuff over here, and you even just touch it, and it could kill you. Could kill you. I mean, that's – you want to talk about the ultimate fear factor for your kids right now. That's it. Yeah. Right? Like, you're telling me if you even – touch it you could die yeah and it's true <laughs> and and that's the thing like I, I remember what we were warned about you know growing up yeah and you know some and, and i also remember what we weren't warned about well and i also know i remember what we were we were also fear-mongered about that wasn't that bad right okay right which is now legal by the <laughs> i way. get it right um and Here, I, right and i think that that's important for parents too is that like be careful what you demonize, or at least what you to the level you demonize it. Yeah, you know? I get it. Demonize, de- and also make sure you're demonizing the right thing, right? Like, I mean, if it's yeah, because you you know you, you we all have preconceived thoughts on stuff like that, you know. Right, right. Well, maybe we'll find out later. Right, that we're fentanyl right. will be legal. And right, we're just fentanyl's bu- the fountain of we're youth just a or bunch something. Of ass right, clowns right. And, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. That's it. That's exactly right. So, all right. Well, with that, I guess we'll. Uh, Thanks for listening to us chat about. Yeah, drugs I know we're today. just 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 BSing but today about it. But we're, no, we're getting real about a subject, and the reality is is that there's issues out there that aren't coming from a street dealer down the street. Right. They came from a big public company, and I venture to say that that won't be the last time. That's what I'm talking no, about by I'm... using history to learn. It won't be the last time. There's probably many other things yeah. going on in the same realm right now, and that you know people need to be conscious of it and be, be careful. I hate to say it, but like, be careful what your doctor tells you, you know, or, what any, or do your research do on your what your doctor research, right. tells you and or what a, anybody tells yeah, you. Any get, ad, right. Follow the dollars and then yeah. figure it out. <laughs> then we'll figure it out. So anyway. All right. With that, we'll wrap it up. Yep. All right. See you next week.